This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agency provides individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. About 350 members of the National Farmers Union are in Washington this week lobbying on biofuels, farm bill, and trade issues. The organization has typically taken an approach that differs from other groups on trade. NFU opposed the Trans-Pacific Partnership and welcomed the renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. But NFU Senior Vice President Rob LaRue tells AgriPulse the organization wants long-term protection from the current trade environment. Our members are supportive of the efforts by the administration with China, for example, to to go after them and try to bring them uh, back into uh, more market rules and and playing by global rules there. But at the same time, our members are absolutely worried about, as all farmers I think are, about the effects of the retaliatory tariffs. If this is going to be a prolonged, entrenched fight on the trade front, then we need to make sure that farmers are not going to be impacted by that, uh, either with uh, support through a farm bill or some other means. LaRue says NFU wants to see farm policy changes like improved price loss coverage reference prices and a more supportive dairy program. That might sound like an ambitious request, but he says something needs to happen for producers. I think that we are looking at whatever is possible. This is part of the reason why we have 350 farmers in town telling their story, talking to members of Congress, telling them that we need help now. And whether that is extending a trade aid package uh, to commodities that are being hurt kind of across the board, or whether that means looking at either through a farm bill package or something else kind of uh, down the road, but something that puts an underpinning here because this does look like it's going to be a long entrenched fight. uh, So we need to make sure that we're protecting farmers, ranchers. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue addressed NFU members Wednesday at the USDA headquarters in Washington. He said the department will provide more information behind the rationale on payment assistance levels soon. We tried to be totally objective as possible. Uh, Dr. Johansson is going to be releasing this week uh, kind of the model that was used on determining how these numbers were done. It, it was based on the actual tariff damage that different crops uh, experienced based on what was sold in 17 versus what the tariff impact was this year, and that's how the mitigation was done. NFU isn't the only group with members in town. The National Pork Producers Council has about 100 members in Washington this week lobbying on trade, farm bill, cultured meat, and farm labor issues. A dozen members of Congress are offering their support to the idea of moving two USDA agencies out of Washington, D.C. Eleven Republicans and one Democrat offer their support to the idea and cite the existing Risk Management Agency, Farm Service Agency, and National Agriculture Statistics Service presences outside of the nation's capital. They say the plan would improve the ability of USDA to recruit top talent while being closer to rural America and reduce taxpayer expenditures. The letter was addressed to House and Senate Ag Appropriations leaders. USDA is on schedule to release a final rule on biotech ingredient labeling by the beginning of December. That's the word of Greg Ibaugh, USDA's Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs. Speaking to NFU members on Wednesday, Ibaugh said USDA has sent its language off for interagency review. He hopes the department will be able to publish a final rule by December 1st. FDA also has new food labeling rules, so we also want to correlate our labeling with their labeling so that food manufacturers only have to develop one new label instead of two at different times of the year next year. Seven groups on Wednesday sent a letter to President Donald Trump urging him to allow year-round sales of E15 and reallocate gallons waived through small refinery exemptions. They say the circumstances have changed since the administration first entertained conversations about biofuels policy 
and now Midwest jobs are at risk due to RFS mismanagement. Chet Thompson is the president and CEO of the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers. He says AFPM doesn't support issuing the necessary reed vapor pressure waiver for E15 sales. Asked if the administration issuing the waiver would lead to a lawsuit from AFPM, Thompson said this. I can't uh, promise you certainty on anything, but I can promise you certainty on that, that somebody, whether it's us or somebody, is going to challenge EPA if they move forward with an RVP waiver. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.